Africa, home to the most unique people in the world. A place that connects us through our customs, traditions, and even belief itself. Join Mukundi Mudao in Tribal Pursuit, a series that ventures deep into Africa to discover the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. Join the conversation every Wednesday at 10 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, this is Tribal Pursuit and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao. Top of the morning. It is Wednesday, the 13th of September, 2023. The time is five minutes past 10. And where has the time gone? Where have you gone, old time? It's the 13th of September. It feels like just a couple weeks ago, I was here on my first show of the year. And just like that, the year is damn near over. And I can't tell you what I've done with my time. Obviously, I have stuff I've achieved and things I haven't achieved, which unfortunately is part of life and I just got to accept and we just got to take it in stride. But the time has moved so quickly and I don't think I've paid attention to it as much as I've had to. Has that been the same for you? You know, there's a lot, there's been a lot of disassociation this year. The time was just moving by. I woke up one day, it was September, you know, (laughs) I went to sleep, I went to sleep in January, I woke up, it was September. But Tell me if I'm just going crazy. 34519 is the SMS line. 0618951019 is the Telegram line. And you can call the studio. Tell me what you think. 0101403020 is the time. Okay, we got a lot to get to. I'm going to tell you new stories from across Africa. Obviously, I have some beautiful, beautiful African music for you. And I'm going to... Speaking of music, actually, today's show is about music. Today and hopefully next week, we'll be talking about music and discussing Jewish music and the history of music within the Jewish community and how far it has come along. I intend to make this a two, a two-part special, and I hope you are with me for the journey and we are going to have fun. So I'm going to be playing you some African music, as I do, because this is still Travel Pursuit. However, I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to play some Hebrew and Israeli music for it. The sake of the show. Context is very important. This is Tribal Pursuit with Mukundi Mudao, venturing deep into Africa to discover the who, how, and why of the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. 101.9 Chai FM, this is Tribal Pursuit, and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao, top of the morning. It is 11 minutes past 10. It's still Wednesday, the 13th of September, 2023. And Wednesday, the 13th feels like a weird date to say, or am I just being extra? I prefer Friday the 13th. Yeah, obviously because of the horror movies, but it's such a cooler day to say than Wednesday the 13th. Wednesday is more of a ninth kind of day, you know? <laughs> but anyway, let's get down to serious business. Let us find out what is happening in Africa. And of course, we can't talk about anything happening in Africa, if not the world, and not talk about the floods in Libya. It is crazy. Have you seen the footage? Have you seen the images? Have you seen what's happening down there? It is scary. The damage is huge. It's hard to describe or measure it. It says the the military strongman in Libya's eastern administration, Khalifa Haftar, as thousands are feared dead or missing after huge flash floods devastated eastern regions. The devastation is with a surge of muddy river water ripping away entire neighborhoods in one coastal city, local authorities and international group aid groups have said. Now, nearly 3,000 people have been confirmed dead and up to 10,000 people are missing with twice as many displaced, according to Libya's Red Crescent spokesman, Takfik Shukri. Now, that is scary. And 
I expect that number to rise, you know, by the end of the day or tomorrow, I expect a thousand more, perhaps, and clearly more than 10,000 people are missing, you know, it's unfortunate, but wow, wow, flash floods, and one thing I know about floods, you know, I'm, I, I didn't even do geography in high school, so please correct me if I'm wrong. 34519 is the SMS line, 0618951019 is the telegram line. You can call 0101430 and tell me straight up that Mukundi, you are wrong. But floods are really dangerous, and I've learned that... <laughs> floods are really dangerous, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that one, Sherlock. But I've learned that it's... It's really difficult to operate with, during a flood. I find it easier, or I've seen that people find it easier to operate and commence search and rescue missions with things like earthquakes and tornadoes and all that, as opposed to floods. Because with floods, there's a lot of damage that happens to structures. You know, structures are actually just compromising. You don't know what to do. And also, there's the big part, which is there's water everywhere. (laughs) There's water everywhere, and how are you going to get there? Some people can't swim, which actually... You know, is a big reason why the death, well, I suspect that's why the death toll is so high, cause some people can't swim, some people can't get to safety. There are babies, there are children, there's damaged property, there is so much damage that floods do, and I think it's a lot more devastating than earthquakes. Yeah, sure, earthquakes will damage infrastructure, but that rarely happens. You know, whenever there's an earthquake, it's usually just, whoa, did you feel that? By the way, just like we had in Joburg a couple months ago, I remember I, was, I remember it vividly. I was chilling on my couch at 2 a.m. Don't ask me why I was chilling on my couch at 2 a.m. That's between me and my video games. But I was on my couch, and then my couch started shaking. And that was very concerning. I said, my couch is shaking. Next thing you know, the whole house is shaking. And in that moment, I was caught between going outside and staying indoors. You know, because I've heard that you need to get under a structure. I had no structure to get under besides the roof, which I was fearing for my life because I thought it would collapse with that earthquake. I've never experienced an earthquake. We live in South Africa. However, we were safe and, you know, the rest is history. We had so much to talk about the following the following day. So thank you to that little earthquake we had. But back to the floods in Libya. The coastal, the disaster in the country was caused by tor- torrential rains from Storm Daniel, which made landfall in Libya on Sunday after earlier lashing other Mediterranean countries, especially Greece, but also Bulgaria and Turkey. The coastal city of Derna, 250 kilometers west of Benghazi, is ringed by hills and bisected by what is normally a dry riverbed in summer, which has turned into a raging torrent that has also swept away several major bridges damage to infrastructure this is gonna take a lot for the people of libya to recover from and prayers are out to everybody that's affected to the whole country and i just hope they get through this and i hope they get better i hope they recover from this and libya comes out a stronger nation i got a message from my friend gil who says oh goody dear friend i'm able to listen to all your fabulous music today as there's no bridge club again hey gail I got great music for you, actually. <laughs> Do let me know what you think. 34519 is the, te- is the SMS line. 0618951019 is the telegram line. And you can call 0101403020. And let's go to Ghana. LG- LGBTP- LGBTQ. <laughs> so many letters. LGBTQ people in Ghana are under attack. Here's how it happened. When when Lariba La was growing up... of in, in Jamestown, a coastal neighborhood in Akdam, they never criticized for living the life they wanted, even as an LGBTQ person. However, that has changed. 
you know, and Lariba, by the way, is the executive director and co-founder of the gender activist group One Love Sisters Ghana. And it's gotten so bad that if someone suspects that you or someone you're with is gay, either from your gait, the way you dress, or who you may be holding hands with, you could be attacked, kidnapped, or even lynched. What is this? Where are we? 1945? I'm pretty sure gay people were, were cool to live back in 1945, actually. This is a whole new level. Let me read that again. Let me say that again to you. If someone suspects that you are with someone, that you or someone you're with is gay, either from your gait, which is the way you walk. Sorry about that. Sorry. I don't even know if I'm mansplaining that. But your gait, the way you dress, or who you may be holding hands with. So what? What if I'm holding hands with my brother? Okay, I've never held hands with my brother, but what if I am? You know, I love my brother. I love my friends. What if I want to hold hands with them? And what if I walk funny? I've been told I walk funny ever since high school. This is... Wow, man. This this is really... What's the word? Draconian? Yes, this is really draconian because we are in 2023. Can't you just let people be who they want to be? And I don't want to spend too much time on this. I was just really shook. At how bad the situation is And I see that this is a big situation This is a big problem in Africa You know You look at what happened in Uganda What is happening in Uganda And if you look at what's happening in Nigeria It seems It seems everywhere you go There's there's persecution for the LGBTQ community You know And I was just really saddened by that The way you walk The way you dress who you may be holding hands with. You could even you could be attacked for that. Kidnapped. Killed. Just because you walk funny. What do you th- what do you think? Cause Yeah, it's beyond me. I've told you stories. I've told you what's happening. And I've given you my thoughts. Even though you didn't ask for them. But that's why you're here, right? And I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna do something a little different now. I'm gonna play music. That you know. But I'm going to come back and tell you about music. We're going to talk about music for this week and next week. We're going to be breaking down Jewish music specifically, you know, and everything from from its history to where it is now. Now we're going to be covering from back in the Temple of Jerusalem all the way to Honiji, I guess. <laughs> you know, we're going to travel and we're going to experience and we're going to learn and... I'm really glad you could join me for the, for this. 101.9 High FM, this is Travel Pursuit, and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Modao. Top of the morning, time is 24 minutes past 10, and it's still Wednesday the 13th of September, in case you were wondering. And let's talk music, right? I told you, we're talking music today. And music is a big part of my life. I love music, you know, ever since I was a, ever since I was a kid. Excuse me about that. Ever since I was a kid. And it's become such a huge part of my life to the point where finding and listen, finding music and listening to music is literally my job. If you listen to the Morning Mayhem and the Overdrive, you may know that about me. So I figured let's find out all this Hebrew music that I'm playing, all this Jewish music that I'm playing from South African artists to Israeli artists to people in the United States and all across the world from Nisim Black, who is, who was born, uh, black muslim man and now lives in jerusalem as a converted jew 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 Jew. (laughs) okay as a converted jew who makes hebrew israeli rap music i don't even know what to call it but music has evolved so much and i figured let's find out where we come from so 
I've said this before. Music is important in every culture in the world, in every group, no matter where you are, no matter who you are. Music is a part of your culture to some degree, even if you're not a music lover yourself, you know, whether you're Jewish, Christian, Muslim, whatever. You go to church, you go to shul, you go, you go anywhere, you sing songs, you go to the football game, you sing songs, you go see your friend. There's probably a song that connects you to. So music is very important and we see that it's the international language of the people that is that is why i am able to play adama vishamayim by matt dub and i don't speak a single word of hebrew but i love that song and speaks to my soul simply because it's music right you're listening to more than just the words and that's the same thing with in judaism there's no difference there you know there exist different types of music for all types of occasions we have religious music sung in synagogues and as prayers and then we have your more modern music as well we have everything and it's really changed over the years right it's really evolved it's really grown there's been differences in sound the sound itself depending on the time you know obviously this is not the time of mozart and beethoven so we won't be getting that but music has evolved as time moved moved over right and we've had different different types of music and the rhythm has changed the sound among jewish communities and this has been influenced by location religion and time itself edward serusi actually calls it you know what is known as jewish music today is that's the result of complex historical processes that is so cool i'm going to say that again what is known as jewish music today is thus the result of complex historical processes where did we start well we started in the temple of jerusalem that's the earliest example that i can give you i did a lot of research for this my friend simply for you so if you have anything else to say or if you if i said something you don't agree with something you want to comment on or if you have a little fact about music or whatever that you feel your friend Mukundi needs to know you can simply tell me on 34519 you can sms that's sms you can telegram on 0618951019 and you can even call me 0101403020 so temple music is the earliest synagogue music that we have and this started in the temple of jerusalem the Mishnah gives several accounts of temple music according and according to the Mishnah the regular temple orchestra consisted of 12 instruments that's a lot of instruments it's a whole orchestra right 12 instruments which is a choir of 12 male singers and the instrument included the kinnor the level the shofar hey i know what that is <laughs> the hatzot and three varieties of pipe which is the khalil the alamot and the ugam no idea what those words mean all i know is that they're instruments i'm sorry <laughs> and also symbols as every orchestra you need symbols <laughs> synagogues following traditional jewish rites do not employ musical instruments as part of the synagogue service now i've never been to shul but i would assume it's pretty much just like church you go to church somebody's in front singing leading the choir leading the choir or the congregation and then we have and then we all sing along much like in show it's purely vocal and that role that role of the leader is actually given to the hasan or the cantor yes that's the word i know and the responses by the congregation are usually just one monophonic tone where everybody sings the same thing right and everybody's in harmony and that is a big part of prayers not only and i know that's not only in the jewish community everywhere and it seems call and answer has been 
the root of most mus- musical services. If you look at most traditions, not only just in Africa, but across the world, call and answer seems to be the modus operandi, you know? I'll give you an example with my culture. The vendor people, we have this thing called marende. It's a dance that's done by women, and it's also call and response. So the lead singer will go... By the way, I'm not translating this. If you understand Shivenda, good for you. <laughs> but the lead singer goes, That's when the rest of us go, Craig, if you spoke Shivenda, I would ask you to help me with this. But Craig is just looking at me smiling with his hands in the air like, what do I say? Craig is the man pressing all the buttons in the studio, making sure that I just sit here, look pretty and talk to you. Thank you, Craig. So, yes. <laughs> The lead singer goes in That's the same way, right? That's, that's, that would be more the Hassan's role or the Kenta's role and then everybody else follows along and that's how it is everywhere. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. And there are many types of songs used in, used in Jewish religious services and the most common examples is Apiyutim or Piyut for singular, which have been written since Mishnah Mishnah times. Most piyutim are in Hebrew, Aramaic, and some follow a poetic scheme, such as acrostic and following the order of the Hebrew alphabet. And they are they are songs that are written for for services. If I'm wrong, do correct me. And we have traditional Jewish songs known as pizmomim, which are melodies praising God, which I just called Jewish gospel. Yes. Is that is that a thing? I think I may have created a thing. I may have started a new genre, Jewish gospel. What do you think? Anyway, we have niggas as well. Now that is something I know. You wanna know why I know? Because we have Joey Newcomb with the Nahama Nigan and every week I just find myself walking around going, Yabba dibi dabi dibi dike bye, yabba dibi dabi dibi dai. Come on, you know the words. Now niggas are religious songs and they are tunes that are sung either by individuals or groups and they are associated with the Hasidic movement. They are generally wordless, like I just said, Yabba dibi dabi dibi dai pape, yabba dibi dabi dibi do. But speaking of music, I've been talking for a while and I wanna actually start with Honi G, who is a South African musician, and this is Odiavo. Now, this is a song that has elements of some African music into it, but I really just want you to enjoy this song because I haven't heard it in a while, and I figured, hey, this is a great excuse to play it. This is Honi G, 101.9, High FM. This is Tribal Pursuit with Mukundi Mudao, venturing deep into Africa to discover the who, how, and why of the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. 101.9, Hi FM, this is Travel Pursuit and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao, top of the morning. Time is 38 minutes past 10 and we're talking music. So I told you the history, very brief. Very brief history of Jewish music. By the way, I'm being rude. I have messages from my friends. I have a message from my friend Marion Joseph who said, who says, Morning Mukundi, in progressive synagogues we do use musical instruments and female voices. Ooh. You'd be welcome to come to our services. You know what, Marion, don't tempt me. I'll take you up on that offer. Don't test me. <laughs> that is really interesting. I'd actually like to find out what happens and I'd actually like to see this for myself. That sounds so cool. Thank you for telling me that. And also Sharon just says loving your show thank you so much thank you sharon and thank you for just engaging with me and interacting with me if you also feel like you got something to say let it be nice please we playing nice 34519 is the sms line 0618951019 is the telegram line and you can call 0101403020 so we t- we talked about the history and music and old music what about new music 
right? What about the new ones? Well, that is an entirely different slippery slope and that could actually be its own episode. But you know what? Just for you, my friend, I'll tell you about it right now. So Israeli music has taken a turn and I say Israeli music because it's really not Hebrew music anymore, you know? The whole, the whole episode I've been saying Hebrew music Not Hebrew music <laughs> Okay, we're going to get back in the game One, two, three Jewish music The whole time, the whole episode I've been saying Jewish music But really, it's not just Jewish music anymore It has evolved so much and has taken up a life of its own Israeli music as its own genre You know, with its own type of instrumentations There's this one there's this one song that is coming to mind right now called the Morocco Midley by Joey Newcomb. If you know it, it has different elements and it's so beautiful because I love how it's a medley, right? So the first part is more of a sing along, more of a niggun, you know, cause it just sha la 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 la, sha la 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 la. And then as it goes on, it changes. It, it goes, it goes to thank you Hashem. From thank you Hashem, it goes to the, part where we just dance and we say Shabbos in Marrakesh, Shabbos in Marrakesh and that is pretty fun right, it's a great song that everybody seems to enjoy and if you don't, well you have a problem, I should probably play it but that's for a little later, should I play it? Let me know, 345190618951019 and 01014030 so Israeli music has taken up a, li- a life of its own and it's really grown into a big market a big genre and there's some couple and there are a couple notable examples that I want to give from different times and different periods in music, right? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, what's the word? There's a lot of range. Cause in the same day, in the same breath, I can say I'm listening to Omira Dam, but I can also say I'm listening to Sarit Haddad, you know, who are two completely different musicians, both living in Israel, probably have a song together somewhere if I look deep enough on the internet but they are literally on two different sides of the spectrum but they are in the same genre same industry you look at someone like Noam Betan who makes more rock influenced music Israeli music has been influenced by modern music and it was inevitable it's the same way with everything you know I know when the music as well has taken a turn I know every genre in South Africa right now has taken a turn and is being influenced by everything from hip-hop to Amapiano and hip-hop has definitely influenced Israeli music I've heard it I rap a few a few Hebrew song a few rap Hebrew songs not so well but I try <laughs> and I also sing along and I don't understand a single word but because as I said earlier in the show music is the international language of the people I don't even have to you know I'm simply enjoying it music rock has been the biggest influence and sure you could say that rock has influenced every genre but i haven't seen it as much as in hebrew the two biggest influences in israeli music that i've seen are rock and house music don't 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 fight me don't fight me don't fight me i'm just saying what i hear (laughs) i'm just saying what i hear there's a lot of rock music there's a lot of rock and house influence when it comes to to israeli music and i love it you look at once again adam avishamayim you look at by that's Mad Dub. You look at his other song, Lechai Molamim. Those are the only two Mad Dub songs I know. Thankfully, they are both house. It's very dancey. It's very house. It's very dooms, dooms, dooms. You know, you look at someone like Noam Betan, who I said with with a song like Booba. It's very rock. Sakin Balev. It's very rock. There's a lot of heavy guitar. There's a lot of heavy instrumentation in it. And I love seeing 
I love seeing it. I love seeing how it's borrowing from other genres, but you can still feel and it still sounds original. It still sounds like something that the Israeli people and the Jewish people have literally turned into their own genre because there's so many, there's still elements of Jewish instruments and horns and strings and everything you'd expect to find in for lack of a better term, a Jewish song, right? Or, or a song by an Israeli artist. You can still very much hear. You can detect upon hearing the first five seconds, first couple of bars, you can tell this is an Israeli artist. However, the song will probably take a turn somewhere in the middle and you'll just hear a lot of bass and a lot of drums and just... And it's so beautiful to hear. I should actually start a playlist. Let me know. Should I start a playlist? I'll probably start a playlist and put it on the High FM website and just leave the link there. If you if you want to enjoy it, if you want to listen, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of songs that you will find interesting. And if you don't, then there's probably a problem. So... I want to give you a great example of what I'm saying. This is the best song that I could think of to show you the influence of rock and roll in Israeli music. This is Noam Betan with Booba. And listen to this, man. Just just start it. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Come on. Don't, don't, don't act like you hated that. That was a beautiful song. No one better with the booba. Lama, lama, which according to my very limited Hebrew knowledge, that means why, 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 why is this song so good? 101.9, hi FM. This is Travel Pursuit and I'm your dear friend Mukuni Mudao. Time is 1048. Yeah, 1048. And the date is still Wednesday, the 13th of September, 2023. If you've been enjoying the show, do let me know. 34519 is how you SMS me. 0618951019 is how you me. We've been having fun. And that was a great song, right? And you heard the rock elements. That was clearly a rock song. There's no denying it. There's no argument. Who's arguing that that's not a rock song? I don't see any hands up in studio. Craig, are you arguing? Nope. Yup. He, sh- he shook his head. Nope. 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 So, but you could still hear it was a Hebrew, it was an Israeli song and sure, the Hebrew didn't hurt, right? <laughs> but it still had elements. I don't know what it is, but it still finds a way to just stand out and be an, an Israeli song. He could, he could have been singing in English and I'd still be able to tell that that's a Hebrew, that's a Hebrew song. That's a Hebrew artist and it's an Israeli musician. So, that's what I meant by the influence and just taking away from other, from other genres. And that's something that we've seen not only in Israeli music, but everywhere in the world. We look at the influence that hip hop has on everything right now. I, I've played you a few songs with a hip hop influence, a few Israeli songs with hip hop influence and that are just hip hop. Look at Nisim Black. Like I said, he is a man who was born and raised in the States as a Muslim and he was a rapper. And then you know, through his own personal journey, he decided to convert to Judaism and he's still making music. However, he's making Hebrew, Israeli rap music. He's got songs with Gad Abbas and that's what that one is called Nechaim and there's one called Uamelech. I do suggest you tell, you try them out. They are great songs and he's still rapping. He's still praising God and it's still a rap beat. You can hear that it's a rap beat. However, there's, there's other instrumentation as well that just changes the whole song and then obviously once artists like Gadal Buzz start coming in and they just lahaim everywhere there's no arguing there's no debating right <laughs> so yeah 
it's really beautiful to watch and it's something that I find very, very interesting. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Oh, I have a message for my friend Gail who says, think, oh, Adele. Hey Adele from the, hello from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself, had to do that one She says thank you for an interesting and very enjoyable show Well thank you for being a part of it Adele And thank you for just listening to me and being with me I've, I've been having a lot of fun doing this And I have one more song that I want to play for you And then I'm out of here I'm out of your hair and you will see me again in 7 days That's not too long right Remember when I told you about Joey Newcomb in the Morocco medley Yes, this is the exact song that I wanted to play for you Hey Craig, could we get the Morocco medley up on the board and just play it for a couple minutes so I can highlight what I wanted to say. This is Tribal Pursuit with Mukundi Mudao, venturing deep into Africa to discover the who, how and why of the beautiful people that identify as Jewish. Shakshuka in Morocco, shakshuka in Morocco for breakfast every day. Hey, 101.9 High FM. This is Travel Pursuit and I'm your dear friend Mukundi Mudao. Time is 10.57, which unfortunately means we are out of time. Michael is standing right there ready to do the news. And if I stay here a minute longer, we will probably have a fight when he gets out. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy that. That was Joey Newcomb with the Morocco Medley. And I wanted to show you the different parts of the song and actually move your attention to how the medley just incorporates a whole lot of different elements in such a short time including shakshuka in morocco i actually learned i actually learned how to make shakshuka after listening to that song why because i googled what shakshuka is it looked delicious i had tomatoes and i figured okay let's do this by the way it was delicious and it feels really good to be better than everybody else because i can see a recipe and do and cook it just like that if you enjoy this show, you can listen to it again. Or if you just missed it, you can listen to it on the High FM website. The podcast will be up in a few hours. And while you're there, don't just listen to that. We got a lot of great shows here on High FM that I'm certain you will enjoy. Just because I'm leaving does not mean High FM is. Do not go anywhere. We got Yolandi, Yolandi Becker coming in next with Bump and Beyond. She's going to tell you everything about babies, pregnancy, and everything in between. From yourself, Mukundi Mudao. From, from myself, Mukundi Mudao. And Craig in the studio pressing all the buttons. As always, until next time, enjoy the rest of your day.